Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, episode 80, I think? Yes. Holy butts. That's a lot of episodes, bro. We've done a great job. We beat TOS. Yeah. Ooh. Congratulations all. week we are starting a season three of tng Finally. it's gotta get better it must get better otherwise what are we doing we're looking at episodes evolution and the ensigns of command as usual my name is ames i'm caitlin and i'm jake and this is chris cool evolution let's see how quick i can do this because stuff Wesley is failing miserably at his job, as usual, and sleeping when he should be doing things, because we're in the middle of Dr. Paul Stubbs' experiment that's been like 196 years in the making, watching the Cavus Alpha binary star system as they're going to do an explosion thing that they do every so often. And Paul Stubbs, played by... Did I write his name down? I don't think I did, but he played Kelso in... um, Scrubs. Scrubs, and he's great. Really, really needs to watch this star thing happen so that he can get all of his life's work complete. And then weird shit starts happening on the Enterprise. Like, the doors won't open to release his surveying module, and other shit starts happening. Like, the food dispenser thing in sickbay starts flooding nonsense. And they say, okay, well, we're going to try it again. We think we figured out what's wrong with the computer. We're not letting the things happen. We're going to try again. They try again, and bullshit happens yet again. And they realize, okay, something's really, really wrong. We're going to shut stuff down. We might have to lose the experiment. Stubbs is pissed. He's not happy. He's not happy. He and they find really, out. really, like, existential crises. Yep. And we find out that this is all, guess who, Wesley's fault. Shocking. Why is he on the fucking Enterprise when he's this much of a fuck-up? Because he has been doing these experiments with these medical nanites to try to teach them how to work together in tandem and learn more things. Two nanites got out, started replicating themselves, and started getting into the computer system and fucking things up. And each other. Because they multiplied. Too sweet. She said replicating. Yeah. I know, but I'm implying that sex was involved. Even though it couldn't have been. Why not? They could reproduce asexually. That's what I, I mean. Thought, so sex wasn't necessary. But anyway. I, but I thought wow. that was the, you sure that was the implication. Was that because there were two of them, they could bone. Well, no. Because there were two of them, they could learn from each other. And that was the whole point. The whole like, yeah, they could learn, learn how to yeah, bone. Yeah, play doctor. They all right, all right, all right, all right. We're already down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Are they bisexual like Tribbles? Yes, they're just like Tribbles. They're born pregnant. Stubbs really wants this fucking experiment to happen, so he shoots a bunch of them with whatever radiation that kills them. Gamma? Gamma, as you say. And then they turn into the Hulk. Um, this, however, pisses off the nanites even more, and they get specifically attack Stubbs. Because you're not going to like them when they're angry. No, I liked them. I liked them plenty. But all right, Stubbs didn't, and they didn't like Stubbs. Meanwhile, Data has been trying to figure out how to communicate with them to tell them to stop being little tiny assholes and be less assholes. Finally, like Picard is ready to just flood the whole ship with gamma radiations. When Data finally establishes contact, the critters learn how to talk and communicate, and they take over Data's body, allowing Brent Spiner to do some fun acting, as we always love, and talk as the nanites for a little while. And they figure out, oh, this was all a giant misunderstanding. It sounds just like the fucking giant ugly bags of mostly water thing again, Mm -hmm. but whatever. All right, we're cool. If you just let us down on a planet, we'll leave you guys alone. You leave us alone. The end. You can watch your explosion. And then they do. Huzzah. Kaboom. Yeah, it's a pretty anticlimactic ending, that. It was a, you know, explosion takes, what, like one millisecond or some shit? I don't even know. Anyway, in our other episode, The Ensigns of Command, terrible title. Yeah. But it's the 50th episode of TNG, so there we are. Ooh. Data is continuing to try to learn how to human and doing a lousy job on the violin. Mm Mm-hmm. Poor data, I'm sorry. Meanwhile, the Sheliak corporate requests the removal of a human colony from Tau Cigna 5, where there's a human colony. And the, the, the Enterprise says, huh, there shouldn't be a colony there. Let's go figure out what's up, because there's all this radiation down there, and they shouldn't be able to survive. They get there, they send Data down, because he'll survive in the radiation, and he finds this gigantic colony of, like, 15,000 people. And they're like, yeah, we don't want to get relocated. We're like, we'll take on the Sheliak. Sure. And Data has to try to tell them 
no, this is how it has to go. We can't, meanwhile, we can't use the transporter because it's busted. We can't use phasers because it's busted. And shuttling them person by person would take far too fucking long and the Sheliac are on their way with fucking guns pointed. Picard figures out a way to stall the Sheliac by finding some stupid rule in their gigantic tome constitution to stall them and allow time for another ship to come in. Data convinces the assholes that... The, the jerks on the planet that nope you gotta leave because well, if cause convince if, is less the word as in he sabotaged their means of survival they could have rebuilt it I don't know that's pretty convincing yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean you can stay he but how long are you gonna they last refuse. how long are you gonna last without Bada water bing. I don't know they, they they set it up first so who knows? well not them their ancestors, oh, ancestors. these stupid fucks yeah. my grandfather meanwhile data totally max on this woman with a weird face the end she had a weird face she had a weird face I gotta take that back my my grandfather was acted far too well if you do say so yours I have notes on that but let's start with evolution do we have to did you not like evolution nah. I liked Stubbs Stubbs was cool. Stubbs looks too much like a guy that I know from a local theater company. I think yeah. he's got a chode. What? What? A chode? You think he has a chode? You think his... His, so, his nickname is Stubbs. So... Isn't that just actually his surname? Nope. So, yeah, here's, mm. here's the question, though. Is it both really long and really thick? Or no, is it just I think it's short? Like, I think it's like an inch long, but... Like... <laughs> I thought a chode was a dick as long... Why does it is long? No, no, no. It's a dick that is... What has a larger diameter than it has length. I'm going to the Urban Dictionary. Well, be careful. Don't image search that. I don't know if a chode actually exists. I mean... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? I have to look this up. Mm, you can look that up on your own time. We're going to keep talking about the thing. And All not right, whatever but I'm going to interrupt back, you and tell you what back, it says. I have headcanon mm-hmm. related to this episode. Mm-hmm. Nanites? Nanites. So... After depositing the nanites on their new home world, mm-hmm. they eventually consume all of the resources on that planet. But of course, we know that they're evolving exponentially and getting more and more technologically advanced. Mm-hmm. So eventually, they figure, well, okay, we've ex- we've expended all of the materials on on this planet, so we're going to have to branch out. But we have no means of doing that. What they find on that planet is that there's an, an ancient race of, of humanoids. So the nanites invent a time machine, mm-hmm. and they go back in time and are going to use the humanoids to try and get off the planet. Mm-hmm. But, of course, the humanoids are kind of, you know, they're like cavemen. You know, they're not very sophisticated. So the nanites burrow into the cells of the humanoids... Mm-hmm. And essentially take over their body, but they retain their collective consciousness. So they're able to re- remember all their all their technology, and then they build ships, leave the planet, off into the e- ether. Why did they have to go back in time? Because they needed a way off the planet. And also for this to work. And the only way off the planet would be, because they don't have bodies, they can't build things without bodies, so they needed bodies of the extinct ancient race. Oh. That's not a way to go back in time. So go back in time. Travel out into space. Time goes by. They run out of raw materials again. They're like, well, we need more people. So then they start bringing other people into their collective by assimilation. And then they build bigger and bigger ships. And then they build their ships in the shapes of cubes. I was going to say, you're saying they're Borg precursors? And Wesley Crusher invented the Borg people. He invented the fucking Borg! That's an interesting theory. I actually don't hate it. I mean, it doesn't, I, I, it doesn't yeah. work at all. It doesn't but. work at all. No, it doesn't, but, but I like it as, as for headcanon. Also, like it makes it. us hate Wesley more, which is fine. Mm. As if I could hate Wesley more. <laughs> I mean, as far as theories as to how the board got started go, I'm willing to bet it's less dumb than a lot of them. Mm. <laughs> it was the old aluminum foil in the microwave again. Equals board. I mean, it seems like it's quite plausible, though, that given, these, given what the nanites... Like... These are fucking dangerous machines. Yeah. Because you get two of them loose and they can destroy practically an entire ship on their own. It's more or less how I see the human race ending. <laughs> if they didn't have... Oh, I thought you were going to say that's what the human race does if, on if, if they, if, themselves. If the Enterprise didn't just happen to have a data, mm. they would have been fucked, right? Because no one else would have been able to figure that out and talk to them and everything. They I, mean, I, think they, I think they probably could have spoken English. I think, I, think this I, is... I think they would have ended up 
sterilizing the computer core. Right. Or, or they could have been like, if they didn't have a data, surely somewhere in the ship there's a Vulcan. Actually, we know there's a Vulcan. He's in the string quartet. And Salar may be around. Still. Yeah, and they can just, because Vulcans mind can meld. mind meld with Everything. whatever the story needs them to. I think only certain Vulcans can mind meld. Really? I don't think it's... I don't think Just it's, Spock. No, I think I think it's like something... Cause, and I Spark, think too. They even talk about that in uh, Enterprise. Well, how it's we're like, getting ahead of ourselves, but that's I think it's sort of a lost art. Mm, so okay. I think the implication is by later on. Anywho, oh. that's neither here nor there. Um, was like you had to have the gift. The um, Shining. The Shining. But yeah, this episode was fine. It wasn't bad, but like mm-hmm. you, Ames, my thought was like, oh, this is kind of like a retread of home soil. Mm-hmm. And, and home soil was forgettable at most. Yeah, this is a much better... Home soil. What the hell was home soil? Ugly bags of mostly water. The little lights that lived in the, like... Oh. Strata or whatever. They right. did a fucking laser to death. That's yeah. right. Like it was definitely a better version of home soil. Yes. But it said all the same beats. It had the angry scientist. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. Just let me do my work. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I thought Stubbs himself had shades of Daystrom. Shades I can see shades of Daystrom? Mm. No, just one. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean in a lot of ways, because they even there's that scene between Stubbs and Wesley where Stubbs is like, Yeah, you're you're the fucking boy genius. You're now. you're like, me. You're you're soon to yeah, be me. Like, I was a I was a, the boy genius. I think and now I sit in my room masturbating to, to baseball games in my, oh my head. God. Yeah, look what you gotta look forward to. That was that that was the main difference though between Stubbs and Daystrom is like Daystrom <coughs> had stopped masturbating years before we met him. Well, is that he just had the M5 to it for him. Well, that, probably for the best. Daystrom had already achieved something major with what was it, duotronic computation yeah, or he something? He invented duotronic or, orgasm. Yeah. Whereas the implication here, I think, is while Stubbs has been working towards this his whole career, he hasn't necessarily done the one big specific thing. So it's a little different in that Daystrom was trying to capture sort of lost glory of youth, whereas Stubbs is like, this is actually, like, whatever else he's done up to this point, it didn't matter because it was all leading up to this. But there was still that, like, aspects of Daystrom without being a carbon copy, certainly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I could see that. Oh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of this episode had to do with, like, Wesley discovering himself and... and Ew. <laughs> and his with, mom, with like, the help being... Of oh, and yeah. his mom being, like, really, like, worried suddenly. It's like, bitch, you had your chance. You were gone for a year. You don't get to play good mom now. I missed about two inches of him. Bam! Gross! Mm. Oh, I didn't oh. think of that. I'm sorry, oh. Wesley. See, there's your choke Yeah, right I was gonna there. say, and, and actually, that's a perfect segue. You're correct. It's a d- dick that is wider than it is long. And mm. I have been misinformed my mm. entire life. They also did weird things to Wesley's hair. They gave him, like, sort of a little pompadour. <laughs> I don't know if they get rid of that in future, but it was like, it's like, no, Bev, he actually only got an inch taller, but then his hair got another inch taller as well. But his dick did grow two inches. And they had that weird haircut yeah. on her. Yeah, and again, was... Guinan still being a better mother than oh, his absolutely. actual mother. No, Guinan rocks. I also like how uh, we had shades of Oedipus Complex shit at the end when Bev's like, uh, oh, look, he's hanging out with people his own age. Who is that little bitch? Who is that little bitch? That's a good question. And it segues nicely into what I was going to talk with you guys about. All right. Because there were a whole bunch of cut scenes with that little bitch that would have made the episode. She would have had lines for friends in the bright colored fucking uh, black cat. Hey, black cat. Would have had lines. Oh, good. And the black cat just jumped on my computer and lost the screen. What I was going to show you guys. Oh, what a. Because these cats are the worst cats in the world today. Here's the first cutscene that we're watching on a separate laptop. Okay. And we'll share these, of course, with our loving audience. Oh, I already hate this guy. I'm interested to see how the sound quality on this works. Wesley, you need some work on your right turns. They're running a systems check right now to find out what happened. Shut the fuck up. We're going into the holodeck to ski in Switzerland. We're going into the holodeck. I I have to go check on Dr. Stubbs. Where do they find these actors? High school. They're the Miri kids grown up. Kind of an awkward situation here. Two gorgeous ladies. Only one of me and a terrific programmer. We get snowed into the ski lodge. Did you just a fire any chance? I only got one dick. He's got a Klingon. Meet us at the lodge later on. Eric, I, I can't. There's just too much to do. Yeah. Oh, okay, next time. Right, Wesley, that's, what the fuck, Wesley? That's wow. scene one. There's a second one. No, Wesley, that you were was, about to get your dick wet. What are you enough. doing? No, it was not. It yeah. absolutely was not. Wait, why are you skipping ahead? Because that's where the second one is. Oh. The other, the others are all stub scenes that are that you guys can watch on your own. Eric, 
What happened to you? We had a little accident in the holodeck. The holodeck? But it's programmed to prevent injuries. Uh, making a great run down this deserted slope. Why is your so anus so dilated? <laughs> Engineering, this is Dr. Crusher. The holodeck's going to be closed by my order until further notice. We've been having some control problems today. So is Ginger over here. There's a small fracture. Boing. This will only take a moment. You look like you could use something warm inside you. <laughs> Call Wesley. Wes almost came along. It's probably a good thing he didn't. I didn't know Wes was going to go skiing with you. He has no friends. Last minute things. We tried to grab him on the way. Yeah, we don't see much of him now that he's been assigned to the bridge. He's been assigned no. to the bridge for like two years. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? I'll have what she's having. <laughs> she's dead. Well, that's. Oh, this is the crew member that almost got killed by the nanites. Oh, that's probably right. This is what this is what Picard was referring to, and we yeah. were, I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Right, because stuff was in the crew member. And he wasn't killed by accident. If he'd been alone, he would have died. All right, that's enough of that, Mister Wolf. So those are Wesley's quote-unquote friends. You look like you could use something warm inside of you. You look like you could use something big and pulsing in you. Oh. Something wow. wider than it is long inside of you. Oh, My no, thank you. Those... <laughs> oh, and Dr. Stubbs, speak of the devil. Oh, no! <laughs> those... Oh, he's a little cheese wheel dick. <laughs> those children <laughs> were fucking awful. Yes, that's no, no. probably a good reason why to cut them. They were just fucking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, also, they're... also the nanites weren't supposed to be attacking anybody but Stubb, so they kind of, I can see cutting that and being like, yeah, but they're I not attacking. Was, I, I'm, that, so was that, a, that was a test run. They so, wanted to make sure they could get him when they decided to go for so it. So that, um... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's gone now. I blame the cat. So that actually, that little scene there is actually because, so for those of you not able to see. We'll share it, you'll see. The screaming lady uh, that you heard in that clip was uh, Me. was the nurse in sick bay being bitten by the replicator or something. I was bitten by a replicator once. Yeah. So, um, and then later in the episode, she's Picard, aware of when, they're, when they're negotiating with the nanites, Picard's like, oh, one of our crewmen, almost you almost killed one of our crewmen. And the assumption was that it was they were referring to Stubbs, but it makes a lot more sense if they're referring to the nurse in the scene. That was yeah, coming. I didn't even, I, I've seen, I saw that clip earlier and I didn't even make that connection. Well. There you go. Can we also talk about how... There's never, there hasn't been a system-wide failure on a starship in ninety some odd years. And, That's data. And no one, and but yet no one on the ship is like, uh, guys, remember like six months ago when we got that computer virus? And the Yamato blew and up. The Yamato blew yeah, up. Yeah, I like, thought that. Like everything that's happening right now is pretty much exactly that. So maybe we just turn it off and back on again. <laughs> <laughs> try that. Try that old maneuver. Yeah. Also, this, it happened in, in TAS when they went through the practical joking cloud. Mm. Mm. But True. that might have been more than. However many years ago they said it was. And also, TAS might not have been canon yet. <laughs> More canon. importantly. Intelligently. I will say that in the original plot, I read somewhere that the that the little dust mite nanite guys gained sentience and began flying around in a miniature aircraft. Which I'm so sad we missed, because that sounds like the like this sci- is, perfect sci-fi right there. No, this is now automatically the worst episode ever because we didn't get that. Worse than Okana? Okay. It reminds me of... Because uh, we could have had nanites in a little airplane! Reminds me of the mouse on the motorcycle or Yeah! Whatever. It would have been adorable. It would have been great. It would have been really cute. Aww. I feel like that that is ringing a bell in my head about like... The mouse on the motorcycle? Oh, you know what it is? It's the episode of... Um, it's a Treehouse of Horror episode mm. where uh, Lisa has a science experiment, I think. When, oh, when with like a, a shrunken little, city or something. There's a tiny city and mm. they eventually... Be, get airplanes and yeah. they shoot up bartends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's completely ineffective because they're just just mites. Yeah, that's funny. Um, Until they go nuclear. No, that's an episode of Futurama you're thinking of, where uh, Bender winds up with the that's tiny right. society a lot of tiny embedded societies. onto him. Mm. Similar, similar episodes. Though. Yeah. No, you guys are thinking of Gulliver's Travels when it meets the Lilliputians. <laughs> they didn't Lily- have airplanes. Lilliputians, right, as John Luke calls them. So we weren't thinking of that. But thanks for contributing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were saying... I'm sorry. We were saying earlier about, you know, the end of the world and stuff as it relates to this. We were? That's what I'm always talking about. The 
the gray goo theory is an idea of how the world could end. Gray goo? The idea that's Grey a goose? Goo. Goose? That's how no, the world goo. will end. Grey Too goose. much vodka. No, no S. The idea that eventually nanites will become self-replicating and we won't be able to stop them mm. and they will just consume everything mm. and would be a, a just gray goo sweeping over the surface of the earth. I mean, that's probably preferable to dying because of really awful radical shifts in weather patterns. Do they eat human flesh? Oh yeah, that's part of the idea. So that's pretty awful. Will they, kill, they, would just will they kill me first? Or? No, they're just going to eat you away. Until you Molecule die. by molecule over the course of hundreds of days. Like a sarlacc. Get off yourself. This has gotten really dark. Great. <laughs> yeah, I was awesome. going to say, good thing I have that overdosing on heroin backup plan in case anything really awful ever happens. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the nanites... Uh... That's definitely how the world's going to end. It nanites. feels right. Yeah, it feels right. It, it's I mean, self-replicating it's ultimate, robots. It's the or... ultimate hubris of humanity, it feels like, thinking that they can control Madagascar something like that. Madagascar will be okay. Madagascar is always okay. Well, because mm. they've got lemurs That's in charge there. That's not that good. I mean, I saw it. It's cute. But... <sighs> they, uh, that, the, old, the old internet may may shut down everything. Remember that one? No. No. It was so. It's the Madagascar joke. It's from there was a there was a um a, a browser game from like ten years ago or, or more even possibly that was um it was like a infection taking over the world mm. game and your job was to I think you played the infection and your job was to infect every country Ooh. but and but the and the way the only way like the the. Infection would spread naturally, I think, but a country could shut down its borders, and that would. And if a country shut down its borders, you couldn't get you couldn't get in, right? Because, I mean, some asshole will wander. Well, yeah, but yeah, that say, remember how will fuck it up. Remember but, how we had people coming back to the country with fucking Ebola? It, the the joke was in that game for whatever reason with the game mechanics, Madagascar. No matter where where you had your start point on the map. Madagascar tended to close their borders before anybody else. And of course, if Madagascar closed their borders, you can't you've win. lost the game. Hmm. They never reopen? So, yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. It's like a quarantine. So you've got to get to Madagascar first. You've got to infect Madagascar. And, but anyway, so the, so the joke has always been... Madagascar will be the only thing that survives, exactly. plus yeah. cockroaches. Exactly, and, and, and the shutdown everything was a, was a maymay from back back at that time where some where the, they could, you know the, the first part of the joke was somebody would be like President Madagascar, somebody sneezed in 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 <laughs> Mad- Budapest. In, uh, in Budapest, and then the president goes shut down everything. I like it. I like it a lot. Anyway, evolution. Evolution. I love a comment that, uh, getting back on the Wesley train, like that chick really wanted to do, get something warm inside of her. I liked when um, Bev was talking with Jean-Luc, being like, tell me about Wesley. And he says, he's his father's son. I'm like, oh, really? How would you know that, (laughs) Jean-Luc? I kept waiting for the the music that plays whenever they imply that Oscar is um, Buster's father. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. On Arrested Development. Oh. Tell me about him. You think I paid any attention to him in the last year aside from when I had to? I don't know. He's a somewhat competent helmsman. What were you doing when you were 17? Oh, getting me more in trouble than Wesley. And I was like, really? Have you seen his sweaters? (laughs) Well. Seems to be in plenty of trouble. I mean, he lost his heart by like 20, so I imagine at 17 he was quite a rabble rouser. I can see it now, actually. I've got it. I like it. The girl, I like it already. The girl in sickbay was like, Wesley, you look like you'd like to get in something warm. <laughs> and Wesley was like, I have just the awful sweater. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Ever since then. Yay! <laughs> That's yeah, they perfect. the clothes his friends were wearing. I, mean, I know they're supposed to be skiing, apparently, but still. Well, we've already learned that ski clothes look fucking stupid. <clears throat> yeah. from, from the Olympics? <laughs> no, no, from the previous episode where Wesley went skiing. Yeah, Wesley went skiing. Yeah, that's right. Kid, he's not cold. Cold. So he's not friends with anymore. No, because he died of the cold. That's true. Mm. All right, um, be that guy. So let's talk about Stubbs' lame fucking hobby. Baseball? Uh, Reenacting baseball games? In, in his head. mind. It's like, dude, you have holodecks. You could probably... 
attend these games. Yeah, but for yeah. someone who's a genius, it might actually be really, like, kind of a... It's a way for him like, to toot his own fucking horn. Be like, I'm so smart, I don't even... I can do it in my head. Well, I just feel like it might be just, like, an exercise. Like, Sudoku is good for your brain and stuff. Yeah. There are nuns somewhere in the world who do lots of brain teasers, and none of them ever get Alzheimer's. Maybe he's just keeping his brain fresh. Also, though, I mean, baseball is a horribly boring game. It is. In fact... Yeah, the only way to enjoy it is to only remember the highlights, and that's it. Well, I was going to say, like, the I, the only way I can imagine being having any interest in it is if you're, like, studying the statistics of it. Like, Making I a spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you're, like, a statistics you know, math nerd, okay, I can see that being a, a worthwhile endeavor, but going to the holodeck and sitting and watching a baseball game, unless you can fast forward, which I guess <laughs> probably you probably can. can Computer! Um, get to yeah. the good shit! And get rid of any of the shitty fans you know, that spill beer on the back of you like happened when I was a kid. So, oh. literally every other fan. Yes, only you and maybe a copy of you to, hit, to sit with. I bet he also likes Texas Hold'em tournaments. Those can be interesting, though. I doubt it. Well, Do you like watching poker tournaments? If you watch, well, I like watching the highlights. <laughs> I'm just I mean, saying, any sports same, highlights. From the same mm. token, though, because there's so much... Yeah, it's like num- statistics, it's a numbers, a numbers game. game. Yeah, It is funny, though, because in the late 80s, I'm sure it seemed unthinkable that baseball could go anywhere. But, you know, fast forward 30 years, and you do actually have the um, MLB, like... Looking at ways to make the games faster. Mm. They're oh, doing yeah. everything short of, like, just cutting it to seven innings. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which they probably Full contact should. baseball. I mean, Are millennials killing pretty baseball much, also? Pretty much half the fans leave the game by the yeah. seventh inning anyway. So what's the difference? And it's interesting that, you know, this, this is... So baseball will play a bigger role in DS9. Yeah. Why then don't most people not really know what baseball is? Well, right, that's exactly that's what I was going to say. Is that and that's only a couple years in the yeah well, from I, this episode. So I mean, it's clearly something that you have to already be kind of a nerd to yeah. know about. Yeah, because like it feels like Stubbs yeah, is one of the few people. Baseball is so terrible; it does not survive to the twenty fourth century. And this is one of those things that doesn't have any sort of obvious TOS contradiction. Yeah. I don't think they ever, I don't know about sports in general, but they definitely never talked about baseball. Well, they don't have television anymore, so... Pike did. The That's true, tube. Pike did. Pike had a TV in his quarters. He put um, a hat on it. Well, the rest of them didn't, and therefore... He did. No, I know. I believe it. <laughs> I only heard about the hat recently myself, but I, I kind of thought it was cool. Bluegrass. Mm-hmm. That bluegrass guitar player. Yeah. So really, Stubbs just really, really, really likes being a giant nerd. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, what the what what was Troy's point this episode? The answer is none. So let's yeah. just let's yeah. t- let's try to figure this out. Like, what the hell? Because there are several scenes where all she's trying to do is figure out, like, what's at your core, Stubbs. I have to know what's a, what's underneath the layers of you. A chode. And that's the thing is, like, I feel like we were supposed to be annoyed, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, cross at Stubbs for being so rude to her. But it's like, what is no. she doing? Yeah, like if someone doesn't want to be analyzed, I was gr- I was fuck so off. I was so happy he was rude to her. Yeah, no, I was, shut up. Troy. I was one yeah, thousand invasive. Yeah, I was one thousand percent on his side. Like you do not force psychotherapy on someone. She should know that she's a psychotherapist in theory. She's an empath. She should feel that they're like, <clears throat> no, I don't. I'm not into this. Go away. Here's the problem. Put on a shirt. She she actually has become... You kind of like... You know how like your nose gets used to smells quickly? Mm-hmm. She is so constantly surrounded by people thinking, Oh, Jesus Christ, go away, Troy. <laughs> she can no longer sense that. Yeah. Yeah, Aww. when you're getting it from literally 999 other people 24-7. Like, even when they're asleep in their dreams, a part of their brain is just going, Go away, Troy. So she's become <laughs> completely immune to it. That's perfect. I know some people like that, too. Uh, let's see. Names, I wish you wouldn't talk about me when I'm sitting right here. <laughs> Shut up, Caitlin. <laughs> go, go, go away. Tell me, yeah, this wasn't a bad episode, but it wasn't a highlight, yeah, I'd say. It yeah. was fine. I'd definitely rather watch this again than yeah, some of the I li- other bullshit I liked it well seen. enough. 
I, I, get, I get pissed at Wesley for not only fucking everything up, but not taking his own advice that he gave to Mendon when it was like, when something is wrong, you tell somebody oh, about yeah, it. Yeah. And then he didn't, even when he tells Guinan about tell it, he still didn't go it. tell his mother. Tell he dithered about it for a while. And being like, oh, well, something may have happened, Mom. Jake. Sorry. Jake. Jake. Tell her about it. Tell her all your crazy <coughs> dreams. Nice. Yeah. What I found sort of interesting, though, you reminded me, mm. is that when he did finally come clean, everyone was okay with it. It's like, well, the boy, <laughs> on the one hand, your experiment is wreaking havoc. On the other hand, it's really ruining Stubbs' day, and I don't like him. So, alrighty then. Swings and roundabouts, <clears throat> as we say in France. Yeah. <laughs> it's giving Data something sexy to do. Mm. Go ahead. Yeah. So we also, we didn't really mention it too much, but this is also the return of Guinan. Yep. 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 Who I felt was, I liked her scene, but I also... Yeah, I like, I liked her, I clean it, I keep a clean bar. Yeah. Yeah. But I also feel, I feel like she might have been somewhat wasted in this episode. I don't know. I think they realized, and I think, you know, we talked about when, when characters have good chemistry, then you can capitalize that. And I feel mm. like the, the people realize that she cancels out Wesley's annoyingness by making it have context. But imagine, like, imagine how this episode could have been better if instead of Troy dealing with Stubbs, if it had been Guinan dealing with Stubbs, you know, and he was drinking his sorrow away. Oh, that would be good. And then, he, and then she could have talked to him about baseball because she... She would be, she would know baseball. She would know baseball because she's so old. She has many children. Um, oh, is that this one where she mentions yeah, the son it took a few hundred years to have come around? Yeah. yeah. I, I like Guinan. She's yeah, cool. no, she's great. You know who that son is? Q. <laughs> I like this headcanon. No, nah, it's Malcolm McDowell. Mm. I don't know who that is. Anyway, anything else on this one, or should we shift well, I know, over? I know you wanted. You've been. You've been ready to rejoice at the new costumes. Oh yes. So here's one thing, though. Yes. I actually have to make a massive, massive correction. Go on. To an article I wrote well over a year ago. Mm. I said these were jumpsuits. They're not jumpsuits. No, no. Yeah. The H the HD makes that plain. For the women, aren't they jumpsuits? Or am I crazy? They might be for the women. The thing is, the only only like like <clears throat> senior officers and like people with like very large roles get got them the new ones because they cost three thousand dollars each to make. What? Yeah. Why each? But yeah, so I mean, it was I think it was mostly like the material and the labor putting them together because it was made out of specifically a breathable wool. Oh, which explains your question from uh, like, last like episode. Like, how much, how much less will they stay? I don't stank? know, like, why, why wool? Why not cotton? I think the cotton would look better. Exactly. I didn't, honestly, I didn't care for the fabric. I think it didn't look like uniform material. It looked like they were just hanging out in pajamas. the Pajamas? <laughs> I mean, I think it was more, it looks less like pajamas than the old ones it did. It still that's looks true. like pajamas, though. But it yes. still looks like they're they're kicking, kicking uh, back. They're going to watch something that's on the very TV. subtle, and you only see it, notice it in some shots, and I, and I can't say I ever noticed it before HD, is that there are two seams yeah. Yeah. running down the front. There's seams, and there's this weird little, like, square section. Yeah. So that's what I was saying, is like, now that is an HD and it's the yeah because I never I'd never really before this run I'd only ever seen it in standard definition yeah. if they didn't have those seams I think it would look sleeker but it, like as it is it makes everyone everyone even data look paunchy so and what's funny though is like having never noticed the little seam the little square panel before I like those I've never seen them you like them yeah they're like interesting them. they're random and weird but they're interesting are, are they like darts or something God, not like a dart white they're like a I'll show you later they're just like a, a just a random... It's probably where they just put two panels together, and they couldn't really hide it. But uh, but yes, no, this also showed to me that, that with the men at least, it's actually a jacket zipped up over presumably quite high-waisted trousers, but it always looked like a well, jumpsuit in SD. I don't SD. know about that, because the, they're, they're zipped up the back. Yeah, but I mean, there's trousers underneath, I'd imagine. Yeah, but it's not like... So it's like... They must they have to get into it from the back, and then somebody has to zip them up. Oh, yes, yeah, definitely. But it's not a jumpsuit either way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, because the, the the HD Netflix thing, and also the I actually saw a photo not that long ago of, it was Jonathan Frakes and Brent Spiner, like, between takes or something, or before filming. And, because Spiner was in his makeup, but he wasn't in uniform. Hmm. But in retrospect, I realized they were both in sort of these high-waisted black trousers, and it's like, oh, shit, that's their uniform. They sent put the shirts on. Ah, so these these uniforms, thanks to high definition, have gone up in my estimation by not being jumpsuits. 
And I like, you know, there's there's definitely some nice things about these. The, the, uh, the fact that they have collars. Yeah, yeah. The, ma- the Mandarin collar, which yeah. is specifically a very military-looking collar. Yeah. yeah. Although I, I like those. Say, I think for my money, and for just talking, and we're not not including pre-TNG uniform styles, mm-hmm. I still think I prefer the, the uniform that's introduced in DS9. Me too. Which is inverted and has an undershirt, which I like. You wear it upside down. And it also... <laughs> Because the color is just a sort of a thing on the shoulder. Because the one problem I still have with this one that I stand by from my piece from ages ago, the way the color just sort of ends awkwardly, mm. it just stops. Like, they put the sort of swoosh design in the front, but in the back, it just stops. And it's like, it's not broken up by, like, a belt or something. It just stops. The DS9 variant fixes that by just having it, like, just be a shoulder accent. I did write down this quote from Patrick Stewart when they when he was asked about the new costumes and his comment was, "Well, the new the new uniforms don't hurt." Mm. Yeah. Although he he evidently never quite get comfortable in it because he's always pulling the front of the shirt down. Well, I assume it must be running up a little. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm guessing. That guy he he never wins with costumes because I remember reading an interview with him years ago talking about being Professor X and like they made him these really really nice suits. Mm. And they're like, oh, what? Someone's like, did you keep any of them? He's like, no, I couldn't. Because they were tailored to look really good while I was sitting. In the, yeah, the chair. So he would stand up and the pants would be way too long and the jacket would be too short. Hmm. Because they specifically made them to look good while he was in the wheelchair. Yeah, interesting. I wonder if people who are in wheelchairs... If they have if the they money... Have different tailoring than probably, like if they have a suit made. Yeah, if they have the money, I'm sure they would do that. Interesting, yeah, because because yeah, you don't look good sitting down in a in a regular suit. No, that's why whenever anyone sits down, they unbutton the suit first. Yeah, but if you if you were a, a person in a wheelchair, would you have a custom suit that looked good? Yeah, down? I mean, again, I imagine if that person has the money. There's <clears throat> a random random question about suit jackets. As someone who doesn't wear suit jackets, they have two buttons on them. It depends Some on the them. style. The, uh, okay, well, whenever the ones that are, have two buttons on them, I've only ever seen the top button buttoned, and then they unbutton it to sit down and stuff. Yep. What yeah. is the second fucking button for? No idea. Decoration. Yeah. Decoration. But it's never buttoned. It's just there. It's, I assume... It makes me angry. De- so, decoration. Ah! So, if I had to guess... You can button it, but it's more of a I feel like people style. would hate you if you buttoned it, because no one else buttons it. If I had to guess, and I'm guessing here, someone who knows better can correct me... It's possibly so that if you're out and about and it's, like, actually, like, windy and unpleasant, you can sort of button up against the elements if you don't have an overcoat. Or if you spill mustard on your shirt and you have to hide it. Yes, yes. that too. Anyway, this has been Sartorial Corner. Uh, I don't hate to move on to oh, I have one, one more bone to pick with this episode. Wesley didn't save the day? Well, he did kinda. Uh, um, he ruined the day. He created the problem and then solved the problem. Data solved the problem. That's true. But he, he can't, well, I guess, yeah, he didn't really solve it wrong. He just came clean. He just said what the problem was because yes, he's the one who caught So, yeah, fuck Wesley. No, my bone <laughs> was with the musical tastes of the of the nanites. They were oh. <laughs> stripes forever. Like, really? If Like, that's not even, like, that's so predictable. Hey, listen, it was public domain. There's tons of, of marches that are, national emblem, far better march. What is national emblem? What does that yeah, sound them. like? So, Star Trek Star Yeah, yeah, sure. So, National is... Oh, that one. I didn't know what that was called. Okay, thank you. I thought you were just fucking up National Anthem. No, no, National Emblem. It's a march. Never knew that title. I knew the song. National Anthem is not a march, is it? Technically? No, National Anthem is not. It was probably just like what was most amusing to watch Patrick Stewart get annoyed at. They should speaking, have played the French national speaking anthem. Speaking of Picard getting annoyed at music, Ensigns of Command, Data plays the violin. <laughs> Probably because Sherlock Holmes, if I had to guess. Does Sherlock Holmes play the violin? He does. does. He is a virtuoso. Ah. Is he? Yeah. I don't know. Isn't he a fucking amazing at it? Well, I think it depends on the, the adaptation. BBC series. Oh, God. Jeremy Holmes. Jeremy Brett. What did I say? Jeremy, Jeremy Holmes? Holmes? Who's that? That's no somebody? One. Are you sure? Yeah. Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, let me try again. Full circle. Jeremy, it's full circle jerk? Always. Nice. What's happening? Caitlin. Jeremy Brett. He's amazing. Who's that? The the Sherlock from the BBC series. Actually, Oh, do you mean Benedict Cumberbatch? Benedict Cumberbund. Oh, Cumberbund? Yeah. Triangle Rock Bandersnatch? That Sherlock Holmes wasn't BBC. What? Yeah, no. 
It wasn't? No. Dude. Wait, Benedict Cumberbatch was? No, Benedict Cumberbatch is the German. Anyway. You should watch the Jeremy Brett Holmes. There's so many fucking her home shows. Because there's also a U.S. show. Yeah, Elementary. No one needs to watch Sherlock. But Elementary. I mean Elementary. And then there's a movie series with Jude Law. Yeah, and Robert Downey. And Robert Downey. The sort of definitive TV version is definitely the Jeremy Brett one. Who's the other one? Rose McGowan? Yeah, she's a Raina Adler. Anyway, yeah, the best is still the great mouse detective. Jeremy Jeremy Brett is to Sherlock Holmes what Dave Foley is to news radio. Exactly, but what's what's his name in uh, David Suchet? David Suchet is to Poirot. Except that Jeremy Brett died before he could finish the definitive yes, the Platonic ideal of a Sherlock Holmes. But Jeremy Brett sadly died before. What were there? Three more stories that they I never don't got remember to? off the top of my head, but there were still some to do. Yeah, it's too bad. Jeremy Brett was. I love him. So, was there a reason for this title? Because it yes. makes no fucking sense. Yes, uh, there is a reason for the title. The title comes from a poem, oh, as so many uh, like startup episodes do. And this was a poem written by John Quincy Adams. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I didn't write down any of the poem Sit because down, fuck John. it. But the ensign in the John. in the line refers to a flag or a symbol, not to the rank of ensign. Yeah. So it means more like the flags or the symbols. Well, that's of what an ensign. The, the, oh, the, the, yeah, but the, the 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 I'm pretty sure the position, the rank, it's is just symbolic. <laughs> it, yeah, it's na- it's named after a flag, mm. like an ensign. It's still a really bad like... idea for your TV show that has a bunch of people with that rank. Yeah, especially yeah. when you've got your acting ensign, who you think, oh, this is like you'd think it's a Wesley episode. Yeah, I assumed it was a Wesley episode. I'd call it f- the flags of command. Well, is it? I'd call it any fucking thing else. Yeah, no, a terrible title. Because again, like you're right. Now that you say it's like, oh yeah, ensign can be a flag, but that's no one's first. And what thought. does it have to do with trying to take, like, remove a colony from a planet? Call it the doomed colony. Done. Call it up the long ladder. Yeah, too late. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry, Jake. How about chick wants to bone a robot? Yeah. She totally boned her a her, her, her sex her, bot with the fucking duckbill head. Oh, definitely. I mean, those Daily. are those are like art sculptures. I don't think those no, are actual robots. Those well, are her robots. Yeah, that, the data like made a reference to them. So they were very unadvanced. I just thought they were. <coughs> I mean, they looked like. Something, I mean, as props, they, like they some were kind things. of trash, yeah, they were badly made. Some kind of trash that an amateur welder would put out on their lawn and be like, "I'm art." Well, except yeah. the dick. She sculpted the dicks brilliantly. You just couldn't yeah, see well. them. So every detail. I'm gonna ask games. Did the director know. intentionally make it that no one on the planet could act? Okay. Okay. Wait, there's I actually think, a reason. Was for the this? black yeah. guy supposed to be part Vulcan? No. But uh, Goshevin, the Goshevin, Goshevin, the leader of the colony, Goshevin, was acted by I forget the guy's name. I didn't write it down. But he didn't want to use his voice. They, I guess, when they looked at it, he didn't like how his voice sounded. So they had another actor dub him. Stop. Poorly. Stop. At his at the uh (laughs) at the physical actor's request. I want to see the the original version. Watching it, it's so obvious and bad. I want to see the original. I'm sorry, Chris. Chris original, is looking deadpan uh, at me now. Footage where it's like, "Hi, I'm Goshevin." <laughs> well, like Have you that, seen our aqueduct? It's like when you watch that footage of uh, Star Wars before they overdub yes. Vader. Mm. But wait, or Chewie? <clears throat> yeah, or that. Both are funny. I think we've shared that before. But um, okay. Oh my. Yeah. Fucking it's god. Really, really distracting because, granted, like <clears throat> the lips, like all the lips match. But, like, the intent never matches. And See, it always say, looks off. I didn't notice... never matches. I didn't notice that it was dubbed, so they yeah. did that well. You, just, you could tell something was wrong, though. I, his performance was shit, yeah. but... Because it was two different fucking people. But the problem... Okay, so what was everyone else's excuse? Because no. by the end... So I actually did think that... I was like, are they trying to suggest that the black guy, that his... He has vault like, Heritaf, I think. Like there was so, like uh, you know, it's obvious the, the the bloodline has been such that there's not enough left to appear Vulcan, but he definitely had a demeanor. That was just bad acting. This is what we've talked about. Either either you yeah. act like a bulk Vulcan or you act badly. This guy was just doing bad acting that oh, could be that mistaken for Vulcan. Yeah, well, I like everyone. Kentor, I liked. I thought he was okay. The other, the, the friend, the Nevishin fella. Sure. No, he wasn't good either. Mm. But no he... one on the planet who had lines could act. And, like, to the point that, like I said, halfway through the episode, all I could do was, like, you know what? 
so I can survive this with my sanity intact? I'm going to tell myself these people have forgotten how to sound natural because originally there were like 30 of them and they've had yeah. to fuck like nanites yeah, yeah. to get the numbers yeah, back up. No way. Good. It's okay. Someone has someone has to do the math for They us. were on a colony ship. What? The Artemis. Yeah, yeah, I know. Car- they were on a colony ship. So what, what, what was their original number? I don't Much know. Much bigger, but it was badly dwindled by the radiation. Well, it was dwindled thing. by a third. That's not that bad. So, how many people would have fit on a colony ship in... Now, remember, we're talking about around Kirk's time. 92 little, years or, ago. Or a little after, possibly. So, maybe like 500-ish, like the Enterprise. Okay, so if we say 500 people... And we lose 130. And we lose a third of them. So... No, for, more than that, 165? Let's just say... Let's, let's, be, let's be generous has 10 and or 11 say, kids. Let's be generous and say there's, four, let's say there's 400 of them left. Uh-huh. You take umbrage with the fact that they went from four hundred to fifteen thousand people in the span of ninety-two years. In the span of basically two, two or two, maybe three generations. Yeah, that seems cr- like maybe yeah. all the women had like ten kids. Well, that's the thing. There's this I is only like, saw like, like that a handful fucking episode of with the clones. Yeah. There were only like a handful of children. I have a question. I mean, we didn't see fifteen hundred people total. That's true, but 15, I feel like we would have seen. 000. I feel like there had like if they were procreating at that rate. There would have to be pregnant women and children everywhere. Which, again, considering this was on a world This was an Irish planet, Jake. Radiation severely is. detrimental to so humans. Wait. Well done. So we said we had 400 people. I mean, I don't... This 500 on a colony ship number is pulled out of an ass, so... Well, it's... I think it's reasonable. It's reasonable, but I don't, like... I, I would say maybe 1,500. I mean, and that gets well, you let's, let's compare it to the to the Irish... Right, mm-hmm. because well, except they were from even earlier, though they were from earlier, but they had so they had a lo- much longer time, and there's clearly only a couple hundred of them. They even say how many of them there were. I don't think so, but it, it was like at most a couple of hundred of them. So if we assume four hundred people and half of them are women, and every one of them has ten children, yeah, this is this is basically well, the, the fucking that, Ireland. Plan. And then at they this have rate, there better be a better ratio than fifty fifty males to females. There has to be like. But the reality two is... Two girls fi- for every boy. It's like the Wesley scene we just watched. Mm. All right. Let's see. 15,000 divided by... We want to do it by five divided by five. Uh, we would have needed 600 women to get to 15,000 in two generations. Yeah. Yeah, the, the numbers could have just been one guy. Yeah. Although I mean, but he women, would have had women will blow have, and loads well, every how day. Many, how many children does that assume each woman, woman having? Just one? Ten. Ten children. So, so every so every woman has ten children. We still need six hundred women. Yeah. Holy shit! Wow. What's like, like it for twenty hot, children? Like like throwing a hot dog down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, my my grandmother is one of this is like 16, 17? Yeah, 16 no, my grandmother had a lot of. Um, all right, so what did you say? Twenty, twenty children. <laughs> Well, it'd be half that, right? When, and no, this is also be, two or three generations. Oh, no, 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 wait, 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 but wait, over wait. two generations, it would be exponential. So. Yeah, 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 I don't know. Guess yeah, we, we, we don't have the time. I was to trying to data, data could figure Some, it out. Yeah, someone, whilst also making that. nerdier than us can comment on our Facebook what the actual numbers the would be. Yeah. So yeah, bad title. Bad title. Bad extras. Bad acting. Bad aliens. Didn't get to see enough data kissing. No, it's true. I don't know. I got kind of jealous when she kissed him, so I'm kind of glad I didn't see more. I think it'd be closer to three or four generations than two generations. Because we're thinking two complete generations. Oh, that's true. That's true. But yeah, the the the, the I just mm. plus if they started having kids as early as possible. Yeah, well, we yep. assume between sixteen and, and twenty. Yeah, and then you keep up. keep going yeah, until you're dried up. That does give you like yeah, you four, keep going and you go until you're about generations. forty. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's possible. It's it's possible. Well, if you started at sixteen, you could have a kid every year until your fucking vagina. And falls this out. is also assuming zero infant mortality. In fact, zero. Which seems very unlikely in those early years, especially yeah. on a planet with hyperonic radiation and where they don't have access to water immediately. Like it took a long time, I'm sure, to build that. Aquifer. Probably a close and to a generation. They were probably still losing a lot of kids to the radiation. How did they mine so the raw materials the, to yeah, build I, this? There's factory. a lot of problems yeah. with this episode. Yeah, that all of this, th- all the, of this stuff was built in 92 years, whilst you're also figuring out how to survive. Yeah. Plus, I think that that whole the thing I was quoting earlier that my grandfather wasn't his his grandfather like died on a ridge helping plan the aqueduct, so they even had the aqueduct the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could I could almost give it a pass if it was like 
oh, well, we found these ruins on this planet. But and we brought them back. Yeah, that. But that was never said. Because that's so the other thing too is that like new. all their yeah all their shit was like formed concrete. Like that, yeah. that's not what you would build things out of. I don't think. Thank God we found this old movie set to build. <laughs> yeah. 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 This was also the planet of wearing cloaks. Everyone had several cloaks to wear. Yeah, who's making? Where are they? Are they? Are they? Pla- These are like, naturally occurring cloaks. That actually can plants grow. I like, will yes. say. Between maybe they had a replicator on the colony ship. Maybe. It's possible. Oh, that's right? a good idea. Replicated. The babies. Between Stubbs... Or baby. Yikes. Between Stubbs and the last one and the colonists in this one, I was very happy to see civilian clothing that wasn't just spandex. That's true. <laughs> in fact, I, I even thought that the woman, though she couldn't act to save her life... I think she was that bad. ...had a eh. great costume. I just wish she didn't have the suspenders uh, they were distracting. I loved every bit of it. I like her little jacket. Her little jacket. No, I loved the jacket. I loved the trousers. I didn't like the suspenders. Hmm. So we meet the, the Shelliac corporate. Do we ever see them again? Anyway, I'm assuming not. What? They were an... In- that's the thing, like, I feel like they were a good idea, but the yeah. execution was flimsy. The critter reminded me of Yarnak. Was that Yarnak the thing from Galaxy Quest? No, the Yarnak was the critter from the Savage Curtain, the episode with Abe Lincoln. Oh, that rock monster, yeah. which maybe inspired the one from Galaxy Quest you're thinking of now that you say that. Gorignac. Yeah, the, the one where they had to... Yes, you're right. I fell asleep during a Blinken episode. Oh, well, <laughs> there was a horrible rock monster that was, was making... It was a great mo- rock monster. Rock well, monster? Yes. There was a rock monster making all the illusory people. And yes, you're right, there is sort of a resemblance there. Yeah. I, I like the I, I like the idea of the Shelliac corporate as being... the Just, I don't know, the idea... Because we get, throughout all of... Most of the other species that we interact with on Star Trek, even ones that are pretty far advanced... Like the Ferengi. Yeah. yeah. But they're all... It's, it's You always get the sense that everyone's at least sort of on the same page. You know, yeah. About the yeah. same level Even of development. Even we kind of get like, okay, you're an advanced being, but we get you. Yeah. But, but these guys are just like, you know, they think of humans, or I presume any humanoid aliens, yeah. as being like on the level of a mouse. Yeah. Like, oh, you're something that's in my house and I want you gone. Yeah. So it, either you leave on your own or I hit you with a bat. Is it like... I feel like this is some kind of commentary. It could be like gentrification. It could just be the <laughs> fact that Americans are greedy, shitty, fucking awful people that... Well, I mean, the fact that they're called the Shiliac corporate certainly isn't subtle. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, you just called me dumb. That's fine. That, was, that was not my what? point. I apologize. Congratulations, Caitlin, on getting the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not my point. I was um, agreeing with you. You were right, Caitlin. Y'all are mean. No, we aren't. Yes, you are. Um, Only with our words. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But so yeah, no, I mean, with your face. But yeah, the Shelia corporate, they're obsessed with contracts. Like, no, because otherwise the humans will misinterpret it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, no, this is the first time really since like, because even the closest we came to this previously was the First Federation with Baylock. Mm-hmm. But even he came around to be like, you guys actually seem okay. And the weird eye monsters in the fucking... Animated series? No, the OK Corral episode. Oh. Again, like, by the end, ah, you know what, come talk to us after all. That never happens with these guys. They just use, tr- like, legalese to make them go like, fine, fine, we will give you your three weeks. Yeah. Is Baylock, uh, what's his name? Clint Howard, yes. Yeah, that's it. See, now that would have that would have been an interesting thing to have done in this episode is made it the First Federation. Because that then you would have if instead of the Shelly Egg, instead of introducing this new race, you just make it the First Federation, it actually makes sense timeline wise for like, oh, after meeting with Baylock, you know, they signed this detailed contract. You know, because you gotta figure Baylock's only one person in the First Federation. There must be a, a lot more. Yeah, yeah, but Clint had grown up in the meantime, so you couldn't have had well, him again. Oh, could have just had some other stupid baby. I believe, Jake, if you remember our episode, stupid we posited most attention. That, that he was. Yeah, just him and a shitload of puppets. Yes. And we, that's we, why we, he was so excited to have his new friend to help him run the puppets. I think it would have been an interesting callback, possibly, if they had... If, if instead of introducing a new species that's only going to show up this one time and we'll never hear from them again... have a cool costume cool cool because well i don't know their costume kind of looked a little like armist to me it just it just looked like cloth that someone was clearly underneath kind of trying to make it look like it was breathing by pushing Mm. a component in and out it was cool in the sense that it was different different and scary and 
such, but like I don't know, it would have been interesting if they brought brought back one of the just, discarded alien. I don't know. I feel like TOS. that could that could easily just turn into fucking fan wank bait. But that's what start. That's what this is, right? Is it yet? I, feel I mean, like, it's always been. I don't know. About, I don't know about always. I feel like we haven't had like blatant like. Oh, this is what Kirk did. It's not like Discovery, no, which is I, I blatant don't, I don't, fan wank. I don't mind. I don't mind a little fan wank. And, and as long as it's if it serves the story, right? It's okay to make a callback to a previous thing. I, my only problem is I just don't see the first Federation becoming hostile. Not at that level. Yeah, like they did feel like once they got past like the initial sort of test. They seemed like kind of chill dudes. Yeah, they'd be reasonable. They wouldn't be like three fucking days and that's it, assholes. That's true. Like, if they wanted, this would have actually been a not shit. Well, a not shitty use of the Romulans. Yes, mm. we're back. If it's like we've got this planet, <laughs> it's disputed, and part of Romulan magic is we can survive in that radiation. So why not? Mm. Um, Other Romulans like Vulcans, they just acquire magic powers. They, why not? They, yeah. I'm sure. Fifteen Island. But I, I do, I do. It would be nice to maybe have them bring someone back. I just don't know if the First Federation quite yeah, would have fit not. the mold. Yeah, because the First Federation is kind of goofy. But it's also possible they were hoping to bring these Shelliac guys back more often, and just for whatever reason, possibly. It's you know, it's almost like happened. It's like they took the fir- the the Shelliac corporate took the idea of being like super business minded. But made it less serious and gave it to the Ferengi. Mm. Yeah, they could, yeah. This is this would have been an interesting introduction of the Ferengi if they weren't already ruined in the past. <laughs> well, I just don't believe they could genocide anybody. I don't think they could either. But I don't know if they were actually going for this idea that they sort of started with in season that, yeah. one, which is that the Ferengi are this the new Klingons. Da- yeah, this dangerous species that we don't know a lot about. That would have been this would have You're been right, a better would, yeah. a better way. You know who it really should have been? Should have been those dipshits from the Samaritan snare. They actually stole <laughs> they stole like a Genesis uh device from someone and we're just like There you go. Like not really knowing how to use it, but Ooh, we make planet go. <laughs> <laughs> Thing. But yeah, I didn't I, like I didn't like Troy's analogy either because fucking Troy. God what was damn her it, analogy? Troy. Her analogy was like you know because no one's been able to really communicate in the the Shelly-X language. Like they're right. they're basically talking dumb to us. They're right. talking, they're talking baby talk because the the Federation is a bunch of infants to them. And she's like, it's try- it would be like trying to, to communicate with someone who only didn't have their language. Like, you know, is this coffee or is this cup or is this liquid or is this brown? And I'm thinking to myself, like, you did this with Reva and you were fine. This is exactly what you sent Reva to do. And, you- and that was supposed to be an impossible task. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. You know why it doesn't make any sense? It's, it's Troy. Troy. Yeah. yeah, no, she is not well written. <laughs> yep. They found a thing for her to do this episode. They're like, good. It was Great. also we really got Marina. We're fine. repetitive this episode. It was like Data goes, "You guys got to move." And Greg, what was his name? Georgiak, Kragnak, Goshevin. Goshevin. all like Bolsheviks. Oh. Yes, yeah. Goshevik's <laughs> like, "I wanna." And then, like every scene, a few more people. But are then, like, but, but, but with a different voice than what he yes. has actually. Yeah. <laughs> and every scene, like a few people, like maybe the robot's right. No, okay, he isn't right. Like that's just a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Nothing's happening till Data finally goes, "Fuck it, I'm gonna shoot your aqueduct." And then the Shelliac thing is like, "Could you be reasonable?" No. Next scene, could you please be reasonable? No. Come on, no. Fine. Here's the thing we should have noticed really early on. Fuck! <laughs> like this episode could have been twenty minutes. Well, I don't know. I do think there, there, there were parallel, there are parallels between the two stories. Oh, totally. You know, but... one of them was Data dealing with a situ- a command situation that he wasn't really equipped to deal with, and and then on the other hand, you have Picard, who's you know a very skilled negotiator. Mm-hmm. Like Picard probably like could have Reba. talked, you know, Goshevin uh, into jumping down the well himself. But yeah. you know, you have Picard dealing with a with a diplomatic situation that he's not equipped to really yeah. deal with. It's basically it's about it's 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 that fucking Troy analogy. It's making this is making it work. It's about communicating with to somebody in a language they'll understand, yeah. whether it be action or whether it be legalese. Yeah. And while that's true, my issue again is just that the the escalation. Mm. was fucked. With Data, like, you mean? In both halves. Oh. Like, it just it just 
got, it just felt like they were stretching it out, not that they actually had a proper, like, when Goshevin fucking zaps Data, it's just because they were like, we need to have something happen that seems dangerous, I guess. We need an action happen. Now it's just like, oh, wait, I can make the phaser work, because... I also we need to wrap this fucking episode up. And I also feel like the whole thing with Goshevin zapping Data, I feel like more people like every, after that point, everyone except Data's girlfriend was like, "Oh, I guess you're right, Goshevin." No one's like, "He just murdered that guy." Yeah, that Goshevin just murdered a man. Yeah, everyone just leaves the lady's house like, like no big deal. Like, like, oh yeah, are we right. really sure we should follow this guy? Because he seems like he just murdered a guy. Also, he if you heard like his voice, yeah. she doesn't match his face. Yeah, no, it, it was. The more, like, like George W. Bush, your when, face does not match the shit you're saying, sir. When I first finished this episode, I thought, well, shitty acting on the planet aside, it was fine. Now that we've talked about it, no, it was bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was shit. Well, you know what I did kind of like? I don't know if I liked it or if, or if it was just a change of pace that was kind of funny. Was everything that happened in the transporter room with Jordy? Oh, yeah, that was mm. fun enough. Just, you can't tell me this is impossible. Here's this impossible task. But, sir, that's him. We're, we'll, we'll be right on it, sir. I wanted him to say, that's improbable. That's not Double a murder. thing that's possible. Not my favorite thing, it's though, my favorite part of that was when Picard walks in and he's like, how's it going? And they're like, horribly. And he's like, good, good. Carry yeah, on. I forgot <laughs> about that. That was amazing. I, I, I think he said, as well as you can expect, splendid. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what is all that melted metal? Just what we've been working with, sir. Yeah. It it's turned like, inside out and then exploded. exploded. No, it's, it's like for a split second he turned into the fucking brigadier from uh, Monty Python. Splendid, splendid. See, for me, to me, you sound like you're doing an impression of George Banks. Mm. Or that. Yeah, yeah. How's everything Banks. going here? We're, I don't have no idea where the children are. Splendid, splendid. splendid. Like, uh, it's a Mary Poppins reference for anyone who's not with us yet. Best family movie ever made. I haven't seen it in a million years. That's a good so one. It's a good one. Yes. There are penguins. Penguin. I did read that, you know, so, so in all the transporter scenes, Wesley is quote-unquote helping. Yeah. And I forgot I, he was even in this episode. That's the point. Like, the, the funny thing is, this is the first episode that was produced. It just happened to come out after Evolution, okay. which is a very, very Wesley-heavy episode. Mm. But Quill Wheaton was busy filming a movie when, you know, this one was going to start, uh, start what movie? filming. I forget. Look it up. I think we both just, Kate and I both made like a, they put Will Wheaton in a movie face? <laughs> He was in uh, Stand By Me. Oh yeah, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Was it wasn't. It wasn't he was one. in. He was in Stand By Me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was his kids. first role. One of the I kids. Think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he was. I haven't seen that in ages. You know, he was and the he, he didn't... main kid, wasn't he? He was the main character. I don't know. No. When, when was this episode? Like 1990. Yeah, it was years yeah. later. 1989. Thank you. Um, but you know, he didn't think there would be any overlap because you know he wasn't really going to be featured in this episode much, and he thought you know the next episode he'd be in a lot. But I guess the studio just outright lied to him and said like, no, 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 we need you in this one. This is a very Wesley heavy episode. There's gonna be a lot of a lot going on. We need you back. So I don't know if he like left the film or or his schedule was just impacted greatly. But he comes back and he's just in the background flailing at this fucking transporter Jeez. thing because they fucking own his ass and they they. Studio, studio executives are such they wanted, they, they needed to let, They needed to assert dominance. Like, that could have been any asshole in a yellow shirt. It didn't have to be him. Mm. Could have been Sonia Gomez again. Yeah. I, yeah, I legitimately no. forgot he was even in those scenes. I most remember being Jordy and Chief O'Brien. It can never be Sonia Gomez. He had, like, one line that was like, This is impossible, Jordy. And Jordy's like, Shut up, kid. <laughs> so, Will Wheaton was in The Secret of Nim. No shit. Ah. He played Martin... Mrs. Brisby has four kids. One of them is sick. One of them is very young. And there's like the older boy who thinks he's a badass. And then there's like the little girl. And I think. And Wesley played the little girl? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That that was good. No, he played Martin, who's the. Yeah. The boy. Mm -hmm. The boy. Wow, he's just always the boy. I don't have a ton more to say on this episode. You know, they, they cut. They had to cut like. $200,000 and lost a lot of what would have been Audrey Data romance scenes. That's fine. Which I don't know how I feel about because I'm sure they wouldn't have done them well. Mm. But I feel like I still need to see them. Nothing in this episode was done well, so that might have been preferable anyway. I mean, it wasn't (laughs) terrible. I mean, it was kind of half-assed in a lot of ways. I I don't know. I thought there was some... There was interesting... I don't know. I I appreciated the story, the Data's arc in this. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was fine. Like I said, my, my opinion of this episode has shifted drastically as we've talked about it, mm. so I'm kind of still a little wobbly on where exactly it stands. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's still better than 
a lot of the garbage I hated in season two. Yeah. But it's definitely already a candidate for worst of season three. Out of the two we've seen so far. Well, what I mean is I could already be just be thinking these are both, like, fine. Like, when I, going into this, I was yeah. like, these I are mean, both there's, fine. There's some really good episodes. But it has now been up, severely so. downgraded. So I think the movie that he was making at the time, by the way, was probably Toy Soldiers. Because it's his only... Wait, Toy Soldiers? Didn't... Misfits, underachievers, rebels, the boys of the Regis School have been kicked out of the best prep schools in America. Terrorists just took over their campus. Wait, now years of bad behavior are about to pay off. Wow, that sounds awful. Oh, I, I was thinking of Small Soldiers. Yeah, with that's, that's, yeah, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones and all What's that. What's funny? They probably hard. wanted to call it Toy Soldiers until they found out this fucking Will Wheaton no, movie existed. I never even heard of that. Sean really. Astin was apparently also in this, and He's he in also in Stand by Me, isn't he? Wasn't he in Stand by Me? No, no, no. he was in the Goonies. Yes, yes. Was in the Goonies. Sean, and then Corey Feldman was in both, which is what yeah. I was. Corey Feldman was in both. With. River Phoenix was in. Stand, Stand by, by me. Poor River Phoenix. Mm. And there was a fourth man. kid. Who was the fourth one? I don't know. Somebody. Some kid. Well, folks, there you have it. Start to steer her by. Thanks, everyone. Next week on this very podcast, we are going to talk about two new episodes, new to us, new to you, possibly, <laughs> episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation, Season 3, Episode 3, The Servivores. And season three, episode four, who watches Tev? Who watches the watches? <laughs> I do. So depends on what time it is. Nah. So join us next time for those two exciting installments of Star Trek. You know what they say: I watched, watch, never watches. I've heard that. They do say that. I've uh, heard that. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a joke about that later. In there is Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, I remember it. Of course, uh, you will be able to listen to those episodes if you listen to our well, you listen to our commentary on those episodes. If you listen to our podcast next week, in order to do that, you can find us on the internet at soundcloud.com. Search for "Start to Steer Her By." You can find us also on iTunes and Apple and Google Podcasts and wherever else fine podcasts are served. Mm. Uh, watched. You can join us. Also, you can you can you can talk back to us. This isn't just a one way podcast. This is a two way street, ladies and gentlemen. If you have something to say, some burning question or comment, or wish to call us out on our whatever the fuck, uh, you can do that. You can tweet at us at sshb podcast, and also we're on Tumblr. Also sshb. Podcast. Oh yeah, we just wrapped season two, and those episodes yeah, yeah. are up on the Tumblr now. Yeah, we got a yeah. new post up there. Check those babies out. And then, of course, Facebook.com. Search for Star to Steer Her By. I think that's all the social stuff. I think so. Great. So did again, you Tumblr. Yeah, you did. You just I did, did that. mention Tumblr. <laughs> so again, that's who watches the watches and the servivores next time on a Star to Steer Her By. My name is Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. <laughs> I haven't done that in a little while, so that's true. I had to get that out. Yeah. Good night, Seattle. We love you. <laughs>